Hello, Mr. Skirtbag. We are now recording. So now, you know, we continue. Uh, I mean, that whole time I knew we weren't potting, but I was just like, this conversation is good. I don't want to fucking stop. Yeah. Why would I want to stop talking to the homie? Right. And now we can just like dive into the sports we want to get into. Hell yeah, dude. You know what we got first on our list? Is it Champions League? No. Oh, it all right. Is. What do we got? So I got here written in the doc, general MLB news. Oh, God, is that what did you write the boo? Yeah. Nice. That's, that's my only note <laughs> under general MLB news. It's just boo. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, so remember, like, I think it was last time we potted, we talked about like that one night where they stayed up super late. Like got negotiating, nothing got nothing done, and then the next day they're like weren't talking at all. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, season's delayed, dude. Like exact deja vu with last night. Mm-hmm. Like the same same MLB beat writers were like, oh, they're very close. Like only thing holding them back is an international player draft. That's the only thing they haven't worked out yet. So everyone, like even like talking baseball, was like, dude, this is the closest they've ever been. Like I wouldn't be surprised if a deal gets done today or tomorrow, and. Throughout the day, like I would hop on Twitter just to check like the status of it, and fucking just they're still f- far behind on this. They still haven't come close to negotiating the CBT, or the players don't are really stubborn on not having the international players draft and like a whole bunch of other shit. And I was just like, dude, what the f- what are we doing? We've lost a week already. Like, why is this? So why is can this you explain so the international players draft to me? Yeah, so I think right now it's pretty much an international player. If they want to come over to the MLB, it's just like whoever can sign them first. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. But I think with an international player's draft, what it does is it pulls all those players together and then gives every team a chance to draft them. But, like, I think the players are against it because that's going to put those international players pretty much as, like, the same as a single-A, double-A draft pick, you know what I mean? Like, straight out of college, where it's going to take them seven years to make the big bucks the way it does in the MLB right now. So they're they're against it because they're like, no, international players, if they're the best fucking pitcher in Japan, like Tanaka was when the Yanks signed him, he shouldn't come over and have to make fucking pebbles because he's new to the league. Like, he should be the superstar that he is, making superstar money because he's making these teams a bunch of money. And I think also, like, let's say you came over and, like, let's say you're Tanaka and you come over, like, you're not – if you're that good, you're not going to stay down there for that long. But if you have a draft, then talent is going to be getting scooped up on a more regular basis, and you're not going to – people aren't going to, you know, develop to that kind of superstardom before they come over, right? Like, Tanaka was so good over there, and I was like, you can't not go get this dude, right? Yeah. Yeah, Um, dude. And if he was – if there was a draft, right, and people were getting, you know, international players every year, they're going to get scooped up before they reach that level. And they're going to, like – and I think that way, more so than from a talent perspective, I think that way it's going to hurt, like, people coming in and not, and not making good money because they're going to get scooped up before they're already developed to somewhere where they could come in and make that money. Right. And I think I, I kind of see it both ways because – I see both ways because from the if I'm an owner, I want a fair shot at everybody. And if I'm an owner, I don't want my sucky scouts to not fucking see a dude. You know what I mean? If there's right. a pool, we can see everybody. But it depends. What this is the this is the best way to explain it. It depends right now in the MLB. Like, all right, say if this situation was going on in the NBA, it wouldn't matter because 
there's a salary cap. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter how much you want to spend or whatever. There's a certain limit you can spend without like not being able to do it. Right. Right. The MLB it's whoever's the richest. Like that's why the Yankees and the Dodgers and now the Mets with Steve Cohen, they're like, it's not fair to small market teams because they're like, dude, we're not even going to have a shot at these guys because they're just going to sign the biggest contract they have. They're coming over here to make money. So we're right. not going to have a shot at signing these okay. types of guys unless we set this certain amount of money away. So I think like, I see that. Yeah. And that it comes down to the whole thing with like the tax threshold and no, the no salary cap in baseball. And I don't know. I don't know how to do it. I don't know that I don't have a, a fix to any of it, but dude, the negotiations that are going on right now in the MLB, like, any other sports organization could have had this done already. Like it shouldn't have taken them four months to even start talking. Well, I guess not four months, but like there was like a 45 day hiatus where they just didn't speak right, right, say right. a single word. And it's like, why dude? Like, and it was all negotiating tactic because the owners of the MLB are people who generally don't care about the sport. They just care. They look at it as like a business dude. Yeah. Like I know this is a biased take, but George Steinbrenner was the greatest MLB owner of all time. Because all he cared about was winning. He's like, dude, I have the money. I want to win this. I want to win. I want to win with this team. So I'm gonna spend the money. Like, and now, now owners are like, all right, how are you know we that this just reminds so me like of a profit? What you ever seen the kid where he's like little like chubby kid? He's getting interviewed. And like, oh, why are you out here? And he's like, it's fried chicken. I it's, I love it, man. It's, it's fried. <laughs> it's fried chicken. <laughs> no, I have not seen that. That reminds me of you. But I see why, dude. Like, that reminds me, yeah, with Steinbrenner being like, I want to, like, I want to win. I just, it's fried chicken. I love it. It's, it's fried. It's, it's, it's fried chicken. I'm gonna have to find that shit and send it to you. Oh, please, dude, dude. I need to see that. But it's fucked, dude. It's anyway. It's fucked because of pretty much that salary cap reason, like. That's why these negotiations aren't going one one way or another. They're just kind of at a stalemate because nobody really wins like in a, in that situation. You know what I mean? Like obviously, if the players win with no international draft, it'll stay the same, and people can just come over and sign to the biggest market teams who have the most money. If there is a draft, the players fucked. Like the, the like, players? there's no like the players that are getting drafted are fucked because. They're not like if he gets drafted, like you can't get drafted to the Seattle Man- Mariners and then expect fucking 50, 50 million dollars a year, like straight. You know what I mean? Like they don't a draft doesn't make you sign. It's not like signing a free agent. Like you have to abide right. by the league rules of, you know, they'd be a rookie technically in the MLB. So you're going to have to probably make league minimum. I think that's I don't know. I don't know the total logistics of the money side of things, but yeah. League minimum is a thing, obviously. And if the Mariner, if the Mariners can have like they just randomly fucking sign this or not sign, but draft this superstar that they already know is a superstar. So it was like the one overall. I'm sure the Mariners aren't a great like team to use because they're kind of on like the rise right now. But like the Pirates, dude. Say the Pirates have the number one overall pick in the international draft. There's a very clear one guy. Yeah. And so they take him and then they're like, You're a rookie. We don't have to pay you. 25 million dollars a year right so the players are getting fucked there's yeah. nobody like one side is not going to be happy like at all with whatever outcome you know what i mean 
Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure like teams like the Yankees, the Mets, fucking Dodgers, like they're not going to care because they're just like, oh, well, we are the big market teams. We can just sign whoever we want anyway. So, all right, no international draft. So right. I think there's more like inside like confliction with the, the, the owners themselves. But I think also it might expose, you could argue that it would expose the game to diversify a bit and like in the players and like, it forces you to look at more international players. There's a minimum number of international players that are going to be coming to the league every season. Yeah, I think MLB is probably the best sport for that already, though. I don't yeah. think they really need – they don't – like, dude, think about all the, like, the people of the MLS. coming from – Yeah, yeah, But yeah, even then, true. they're not kids that are coming over. It's like that's where, like, international people are finishing their career for the most part. Right. Um, and it's it's slowly changing with that. Like, you see, like, Acuna's brother, like, coming through the system yeah. and stuff at a young age, but – um, I yeah, I think the MLB probably has, other than the MLS, the most diverse population of players. Um, just because baseball, that's just like baseball's just has always been pretty much everywhere. Like I would I would yeah. say it's probably less prevalent in like the eastern side of the planet, like in Japan right, right, and right. all that, but but like in the Caribbean and shit like that. Yeah, like, like South down, America. Down through, fucking, yeah, Central South America. Yeah. Um, um so I don't think that's, that's an issue for them, but you never, I don't know, dude. It's just fucked, and I just want to watch baseball. Like, I saw some shit today where it was like, um, the Yankees requested medicals for Carlos Correa, yeah. Carlos Rodon, and and Keiko before the lockout started, and I was like, oh my god, dude! Just like that smallest bit of baseball news just like made my heart jump. Like, it was so exciting. Yeah. I was like, oh Especially my god! Especially because dude. like now you know that they're looking to go for this guy. Right, right, and I also heard like. Um, they, he mentioned Scott Boris, who's like the eight, he's like the big time agent of MLB. He's got a shit ton, like a rod fucking, he had all the superstars dudes a fucking he's top notch, like money maker. Um, and then they're like, well, Heyman's probably just tweeting this to drive the price up of Boris's clients. So that Boris can make more money. And, um, because he's like in with Boris and I was like, damn, that kind of makes sense too. Like. Yeah. They know they know a deal's gonna get done soon, so they're like driving up the price of all of his free agents just to get like the best, obviously contract for the guy money wise, and that's gonna put more money in his pocket. So, yeah, I hate the politics of this shit, dude. Just play baseball. Fuck, I, I, it sucks being like a diehard fan of such a shitty run league, dude. Yeah. We went from Bud Selig to Rob Manfred. Like, what a fucking laughing stock baseball is, like, to the common fucking sports fan. It's so annoying. I feel like when people say baseball, when people shit on baseball, I don't even like rebuttal anymore. I'm just like, yeah, dude, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you don't have any exposure. They're not, they don't know how to fucking market their game. I'm sorry you feel that way, but the, I mean, soccer is pretty poorly run too, but we haven't lost any season. Only in our country, though. No, no, no. I mean, like, at the top. Oh, yeah. Like, with the whole, yeah. FIFA's like, fucked. Like, FIFA's fucked. UEFA's fucked. The owners are all fucked. They tried to but fucking on like a, in the form of Super League. They're on, like, a world scale, though, dude. So, it's, like, there's more, I would say there's, it's like, deeper more than allowance rap. for, yeah, dude. It's <laughs> deeper than rap. Like, MLB is just, like, pre- like, nobody in fucking England really watches the MLB. Like, obviously, there's a, you know, niche market for that, but it's, Definitely, like, more based in, like, America or United States and, like... Yeah. Did you see you know, the owner American. of the Jets is trying to buy Chelsea? Really? Yeah. I'm I, I'm sorry for Chelsea fans. Right. That's fucking... 
right? <laughs> yeah. They're probably like over there, like don't know anything about NFL really, and they're probably like, oh, dude, NFL fucking owner, like bringing over that 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 money, money. But it's like the Jets, so like yeah. you don't know what you're in for. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not oil money. I'm sure that's who they want to get bought out by. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, dude. What was Except, the team that just got bought out? Was it Crystal Palace? No, nah, Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle, dude. I bet you within five years they're going to be a top top European club. Make it two. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. Just wait for the transfer window to open and be like, yeah, hey, here's a billion dollars. Here's a trillion dollars. Want to yep. play keeper for a few games? Two billion. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, give them one year to get into the Premier League and then they'll win it the year after that. Yeah, won't be surprised. I wonder if you could put a bet on that, dude. Newcastle will win the Premier League in two years. What are the odds? I'll put a dollar down to win two million. That would be crazy. That would be that would be insane. You should try and find that bet when it's available, and then we'll go halves. The put earliest 10 bucks on that it would be available would be a preseason but, bet right before the season. Yeah. Before the season, but it would be before the season when they're already in the Premier League. You wouldn't be able to do it when they're in the Championship trying to get to the Premier League. Right. Right. Um, but That's hard. dude, and then if you don't they know get how promoted, good the odds are because if, if they're that good, like they might they might come into the league as a top dog because of oil money. You yeah, know what I mean? Why you gotta get like even though even though they're fucking like, you know, one of the newly relegated or promoted teams, it's not going to be a Leicester, right? Like the right. odds won't be a Leicester. It's going to be okay. This saying- team has the third best odds to win the league before it even starts. Well, that's why I'm saying they should make a bet that's available now. I know, but nobody's going to do that. Why? It's like, what are the chances? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right now, no, like, like this prediction could not even come close to being true. Like, what if it's just, like, a shitty run club and they just saw it as a small investment? You know what I mean? I'll put that's $5 down. What if they're diehard football fans and, like, we're going to make Newcastle the fucking greatest team on planet Earth because we have all the money in the world, don't know what to do with it, might as well do this. That's true, too. Nah, but they've got to get by Pep and Jurgen. Can't do it. Tuchel's pretty yeah. good, though. That's the Tuchel thing. Tuchel is good, dude. I like Tuchel ball. I hate it, but it works. Like, yeah. And it works for the Premier League because it's like that park the bus, but in a really good way and like works really well against like Man a better City Jose Mourinho. Yeah, for sure. Better than Jose. But like it works well against City and Liverpool because they, they defend so well. As a unit, they give up so few goals. It's they're hard to penetrate, and they get out quick. Yeah, it's it's literally just like Mourinho v two, dude. In his prime, that's all he would do, and that's why you think Tuchel has a better overall career than Jose Mourinho. Not yet, but I think he 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 has potential. I think Um, he might be better currently. Currently, I think he is. Um, But like Jose Mourinho's got the fucking resume. Yeah, so does Tuchel, um, though. He just won a Champions League. Yeah. Does it, Jose has a few, doesn't he? Probably. But it's not like Tuchel doesn't have anything. Right. I'm That's not true. sure what he was doing before Chelsea. Um, Dude, you know who I realized today that I really love? And I, I've always loved this person, but, like, today, like, I was like, dude, there's just, like, nothing better. Vinny. No, well, yeah, but like he wasn't the person I was thinking of. Um, Carlo Ancelotti, dude. Wow. I, I, because dude, he was the one 2014 
like brought Real Madrid, like the culture back to the team, like won the Champions League. And I just like remember the team that he he had when he coached. Like this was like right before Zidane, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like we won La Decima and like the way like I, I watched every single game that season, dude, like every fucking the smallest of like preseason games. I was just like so invested that year because yeah. I love the way that he played. Like he would literally just fucking spread the ball out wide and then like kind of create space on the out, like the opposing third and kind of just like cut in from there. And it was like the most entertaining soccer I've ever watched. And then obviously like Zidane came and was a legend as a coach, won like two cha- two or three champions leagues. And then we went through like a rough spurt of like coaches. I don't really fuck with. And then when we signed Ancelotti again, I was like, Oh dude, like I remember watching him back when Ronaldo was like still kind of fresh. And it was like right after Mourinho got out or whatever. And I just fell in love, like, again, with the way that Real Madrid plays football. And today are. I was, like, sitting there watching the game, and I was like, ah, oh, dude, they this is this today, is dude. Ancelotti ball. We'll talk about them when we get to the Champions League. Um, yeah. But they, they looked good. Um, yeah, I uh, I liked Manuel Pellegrini. That was City's Pellegrini, yeah, When I dude. was, like, really follow, like, really first started following. Yeah, that um, was, like, Aguero's up, up. Upcoming, yes, wasn't it? yes, yeah. and that was like Aguero, Yaya Torre, Vincent Company, right? Yeah, like dude, David Silva. Uh, like that was the man city Joe that like, I fell in love with. Joe Hart, yep, yep, dude. It was, I loved Yaya and I loved Company. Um, do you know the Yaya chant? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Colo. They're just throwing Colo, his brother. Colo, Colo. Colo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <dude>. gas. <laughs> <laughs> we should turn that into a beat and then make a song out of it. Ooh, that I'm going to sample fire. that. Dude, I'm going to tell Reed to sample that. Yeah. That would be fire flame. Should we call him right now and be like, dude? No, nah, we'll call him after this. Nah, right. psych, you can text him. You want me to text him? I'll text him right now and be like, yeah. dude, you need we'll to him, sample. Text him in our, in our group chat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot to – I meant to respond to that. He uh, he said something about, like, our serial bit, and I had that same exact thought when I yeah. like, re-listened to that episode when it came up. I thought our episode with him was good. It was a lot of fun, too. It was fun, dude. Um, But in the Premier League, you text him. I'll go through the games. Chelsea and Liverpool both get dubs on Saturday. Tottenham smoked Everton 5 nothing on Monday. Um, Ooh. and then Sunday, so Sunday was the big day. Go to the bar, have a good time, right? So, the bar that we want to go to is not open for the Arsenal game, so we go to a different bar, get a couple drinks, and then we go to the bar that I wanted to go to, and it was it was open for the city game. So, we go to the Arsenal game, they went 3 2. I'd like Arsenal, dude. Yeah. Um, and they jumped in the fourth, and they who who, was in, four, in, who was in four before that? And you. And you. They're only up by two points. So I think they, they're up by a point now. Yeah. But they have three games less played, I think. Arsenal does. I think so. Oh, they're sitting pretty then. Yeah. Um, they have one game less than Chelsea, and they're what five points behind them. Um, yeah. so they win, so they win three two. Wig's happy, that's his team. Um we are we linked up with our boy Chris, and then he went to go look at apartments with his girl. After that, we go to this other bar. It's like that's like a Man City bar. Um, Wig and I like the first ones there. We get there like eleven fifteen. Everybody starts rolling in like five minutes before kickoff. Um, but it's fine because we got a fucking good bar spot. 
Um, it was awesome, dude. It was corny, actually. Cause like, Sometimes those are the best times, though, dude. Yeah, it was okay. It was corny, and I didn't love it, but it was fun, and I would do it again. And like yeah. the atmosphere was pretty good. What um, was what was corny about it? I don't know. It just like I just like, I didn't feel like I really like fucked with any of the people there. Were they like? All right, so this is gonna sound fucked, but was it like you know what's the stereotype of like a here? Like it a, wasn't. It wasn't the. It wasn't the Philly that I expected or wanted, right? I expected it to be similar to a like a small birds game, right? Yeah, no, like soccer culture different, dude. Game. Yeah, no, 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 but not really, bro. I was in Madrid for a Madrid PSG Champions League that's game. Different, and we dude. Went that's to the so pub different. And that shit was that's wild. so, dude. That's so different, though. Like you're yeah, talking was, like Champions League football in Spain, bro. Real Madrid, it was just like, like not so enough people doing shots, American. like not enough people being rowdy, like that's all. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's rowdier. It was just like it was just like a, a game, a, like a classy bunch of people, like out. Yeah, that's what um, I'm saying. Soccer culture is different, dude. They're more like prude, like and the American soccer like, fan. It wasn't like classy, classy. It was like just like. Freshly graduated kids like out of college yeah. that are wearing like polos and like quarter zips. Um, yeah, dude, they're not there to like have a good time. Like they're there to just like go out. You know what I mean? Like they're, there's there, they're there to like watch soccer and like try to talk shit to their friends. I don't know. Yeah, it was no, just I was. It that's just, what I was saying. With, like, the Americans, when I was saying the uh, American soccer fan like stereotype, like there, you know, like how many kids did you grow up playing soccer with where they were kind of like that, like. Yeah, like not not yeah. snarky, but like more prude and like yeah. kind of like thought they were better yeah. than everyone else. Yeah, um, that's just American soccer, dude. It was that's fun though, dude, because I mean, I was there to get rowdy, so I did. Right. Um, was fucking just down in beers. Um, not too many, but we, it was, we had a respectful bunch. Wigs boy came through. A respectful through. bunch. Yeah, Wigs boy came through. Like they both had some beers. We ordered a round of fried pickles and some tacos, some fish tacos. They're pretty good. Um, game ended. We rolled out. City went four-one. Fucking thrashed them. It was beautiful. Um, I'm so. I mean, I'm happy. Ronaldo's sad. I love that. Um, City. We go to this next bar. City tab. Get a couple drinks. Go to get a pizza. We are his wigs. Other boy from school shows up. Who who was his old roommate. We are walking to his apartment. Stop at a bar. Get a beer. Go to his apartment. Go to a brewery. Oh my god, you're having yourself a day. Shooting some pool. I woke up so confused. <laughs> That's the last thing I remember. Dude. I woke up so confused. I woke up no wallet, no phone. Oh, I saw Lex's tweet about that. Yeah, phone retrieved, wallet still gone. I think it's at that at that brewery. It's a new brewery. They're originally, I think, in New York. And they branched out to Philly. So since they're new, they're only open Thursday to Sunday. Right. I couldn't that even sucks, call dude. it until they have my wallet. That sucks, dude. And I don't have any charges from there. From the brewery? Yeah. But I was drinking beers for sure, for sure. But somebody bought oh, for me. And I don't have any charges from the place that we went before the before the kid's apartment because the kid whose house we're going to, he paid. And I don't have any charges from the place before that because i played at i paid at the irish pub that we were at for the game for all of us and it came out to dude. like 
to a little bit of bread. So then we went to the next place, and I think Wig's boy was like, I'll get this round. And you haven't had a wallet since? Nah. That's tough, dude. What have you been doing? That would know. that would be something. Yeah, but, dude, that would be, like, I would have to, like, fucking – that would give me the worst panic attack, not having well, look, my wallet. Tomorrow's Thursday, so I'm going to call when they open. Oh, that's true. And if they say – But it's also been four fucking days. Yeah, if they say no, it's not there, then I'm just going to order a new license and order a new credit card. I locked my two, I have PNC debit and credit, and I locked them. That's what I primarily, primarily use. Um, and I also have my American Airlines card in my wallet, just in case, which comes in clutch, like when I'm in Myrtle Beach and I leave my credit card tab open at fucking Croc Rocks, right? Yeah. It's clutch yeah. to have another credit card to use. Yeah. Um, so so I have that one, but I have my alerts on like if anything over a dollar gets charged, I'll know. It'll send me a notification. Well, that's nice at least. Yeah, there hasn't and there haven't been any charges. So except for today, I bought DoorDash with it because I get a five dollar discount once a month on DoorDash, and I didn't want to pay 20 bucks for Wawa, so I paid 15. You got Wawa? Yeah, yeah. I had some Popeyes. I got a uh, I DoorDash breakfast. I was in the mood for breakfast. I don't always eat breakfast. I don't have breakfast ready, so I was like, I'm in the mood for breakfast. So I got um, an egg white, an applewood bacon wrap, and I got like salsa in that bitch, and a little bit of ketchup and some avocado added in there, and then I got Ooh. a salted caramel iced coffee. Oh, that sounds like it would fucking hit right now, dude. The mocha, they have a mocha mint iced coffee, and that's usually my go-to. It's fucking amazing, but um, I had it the past couple times, so I was like, nah, I'll switch it up. Get a little salted caramel. I am, uh, I'm boycotting Dunkin' Donuts right now. Because they suck? Yeah. We, uh, Maggie and I went there, like, two weeks ago, and we got iced coffee, and it was, it tasted sour. It was so gross, dude. I literally took two sips of it. And then yesterday, I was like, you know what? All right, maybe they just fucked up my shit one time. Let me go get a coffee. So I went over on my lunch, got a coffee and a sandwich, and I got fucking iced coffee with, like, the mocha flavor in it. So I was like, all right, it'll taste more like chocolate, like, yeah. if it is bad. And it was just as worse, dude. And I was like, I'm not yeah, going Yeah, dude, back. Wawa or Dunkin', uh, don't love their coffee when it's black. So I usually get, like... I usually get like, like my go-to at Dunkin' was always French vanilla iced coffee because that yeah. was like, I like I drink hot coffee at home. So I would get iced coffee there. Right. And I always ask for like no cream or light cream and the shit comes out white and I don't understand. And I'm like, this is not coffee. It's I'm not the coffee. opposite, dude. I asked for like cream and sugar and they, they barely ever put any in there. And I like, always oh. say, I always say no sugar because it's always gets like too, it's like chunky and crunchy. Grainy. I don't fuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I say like light cream or no cream, and that shit comes out white. Like, not what I, not what I meant. <laughs> so yeah, I never, I like rarely ever have good coffees from Dunkin', so I don't go there anymore. Yeah, I've decided I'm not going there anymore. And there's like a Starbucks like pretty close, so I'll just have to go to that. But also, I just don't like go to Wawa. Fuck off, dude. You know I ain't got that shit. Oh yeah. I would if I could. All right. Yeah, the, uh, dude, we went to some cafe. We went so Sunday morning. I had to wake up and go get my last paycheck for my work. So I was like, "All right, Maggie, like, let's go. We'll fucking take a little drive. I'll grab my paycheck. We'll get some breakfast and go to like Target or something. Walk around for a little bit. Just to start your day." 
So we went out there, got my paycheck, walked into this little deli, and it was just called the Main Street Cafe. And I got a ham, egg, and cheese on toast and an iced coffee. And it was, I literally took one bite of the sandwich, looked Maggie dead in her eyes, and I was like, I just had a social or a soul awakening or something because this was the best thing I've ever eaten. And I, you know me, dude, I don't eat breakfast like ever. Sounds good, dude. It was so I almost good, got bro. Wawa also has like little panini joints. You can do breakfast paninis where you do egg or egg white and then like with the meat and then like whatever fucking you want to put on top. Um, but I, I wanted the wrap. I was in the wrap mood. But I was like, the panini looks kind of good where it's just like a like a basic ass sandwich, basically, toasted. Yeah. And, like that's how like, aren't bad. No, nah, and I would feel like I would like that sometimes more than a bagel because like I don't want a whole bagel with a with a breakfast sandwich always. Right. Like a regular sandwich. All right, back to the Premier League. Um, so looking at the table, City are at top with 69. Nice. Nice. Um, 28 games played, though. Liverpool have 63 points with 27 played. And then Chelsea's got 53, Arsenal 48, and Man U 47. But Man U have 28 played, and Arsenal only have 48 played. So I feel like Arsenal are looking good. Yeah, they're sitting um, pretty. They – and then West Ham has 45 with 28, and Tottenham also has 45. They only have 26 played. So, I mean, I think, man, you should be scared of Tottenham. They might not even make Europa League. Man, yeah, yeah unless they win Champions League this year. Not happening, though. No, that's not happening. Um. Yeah, but, like, Tottenham can jump into that five spot and get Europa League ball. Um, and then I think between them and Arsenal, it'll honestly be pretty close. Arsenal are, are three points ahead with a game in hand, but I think still you can make that a, a good season. I think Chelsea, too, could possibly stumble. Yeah, Chelsea's, o- Chelsea's always, like, a like a wild card, good or, like, average team, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're either really good or they're, like, sitting, like, Fourth or fifth. Yeah, all right. Um, Everton are like one point over the relegation zone. Yeah, that's not great. No, nah, but I think they have two more games played than everybody in the relegation – or two less games played than everybody in the relegation zone. Oh. So it's good for so them. They, yeah, they can't fuck that shit up. Nah. Or else it's not going to be good for them. You heard? Could you, you imagine? I mean? They might be like the biggest team ever to get relegated. Yeah. Like, wouldn't be surprised if that was the case, dude. They're uh I've always looked at them as like a top six or seven team. I was gonna say top twelve because like looking at this year, dude, they haven't even been close, obviously. But yeah, this year's um, different though. They're always usually up there. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they're generally like a top ten team. And they're always yeah. like kind of in the mix and they're always like, you know, liable to pick up an ep- an upset against one of the big dogs. Right. Yeah, it feels like Sunday morning and his Arsenal Everton. Like, that's a game I would sit down and watch, like, tentatively. Yeah, like, guys, you'd, this, this might... you'd expect Everton to make it a game. Yeah. Probably, they're probably all games, you know. Right. Um, but yeah, that's our Premier League update. The job, y'all. Um, I, I hate, like, I do like good things. We got to get better audio because, you know, I'd be fucking hitting those high pitches and then when we hear them in the pockets it like breaks up you know what i mean it's too high your frequency is too high man and i'm not gonna smoke less 
Right. So gonna have to get a new mic. <laughs> um this week in the Champions League, Bayern fucking toasted Red Bull Salzburg <laughs> seven to one. They beat them eight yeah. two on aggregate. You hate to see it. Um you hate to see it, but you expected it. Yeah. Um Inter beat Liverpool one nothing, but they go down on aggregate two one. City draw today, nil-nil. They win 5-0 on aggregate. And Real Madrid, led by Mr. Karim Benzema himself. Oh, my God, The hat trick. Pull the upset, the comeback upset against PSG. They win 3-1 today, and they win 3-2 on aggregate to move on to the Elite Eight. It's March Madness season, baby. Big Cristiano Ronaldo vibes today, dude. That was some shit Ronaldo would do. Just pull a hat trick out, like. Put his team through. It was like scrappier than Ronaldo's, though. Very, yeah. It was a very scrappy hat trick, but also um, like, like the first huge one, like he stole, like stole the ball from the keeper on the first one. Yeah, Second one was nice though. Day. Yeah. Um, so was the last one. The, dude. the last one was nice too, but it was scrappy at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was I mean, all. It was a lot of um. Oh, like the defense or the goalie fucked up. Like here's a chance. More so than Benzema yeah. beating like, everyone. Who was that like, PSG defender that just was like, oh, let me just fucking kick this ball into the middle of the top of the 18? Yeah, I don't know. Who, I, was I, it Marquinhos know, or one of them other maybe. Bulls? Well, I think it was one of their outside backs. Yeah, that was, that's a tough decision to make, dude. You got to yeah, fucking that's, boot a, that's that a decision shit. you can't make, dude. That's what the commentator said. He's like, dude, just like, you know, they can't score from the fucking midfield line. So why are you, yeah, not, why just are like, you not just cranking it? What are you trying to do? Get pretty in here while Vinny's fucking dribbling through you. And right. like I said earlier in this episode, like, Real Madrid looked good, dude. Like they were pressing. They looked like exciting, and I feel yeah, like they dude, were like pressing offensive. like the entire game. Like they like had the pressure on, at least from what I watched. Yeah, and I was like, I think they're bound to at least get one or two and make this interesting. And sure enough, they did. Yeah, I uh, I was like nervous after Benzema scored his first one because I was like, oh, now I'm gonna like have hope, but like. Fuck, it's gonna hurt if like nothing comes of it. And then Benzema yeah. scored a second and I got super hyped. Yeah. And then I didn't even have like fucking two minutes to like sit down and like, you know, catch myself. I'm looking up at the screen and he's putting in a third. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> this man did don't it. miss. <laughs> I, dude, I literally after he scored his second, I tweeted out, I was like, Benzema, like bow to your fucking master or something like that. And then I hit send tweet, looked up, and he's on the 18 again, like putting in another goal. I was like, yo, what the fuck? I was like hot hooting and hollering at my TV, and I came out um, after I got off work, and I was like, yo, Clay, I just watched a crazy fucking Champions League game. And he was like, yeah, dude, I thought you were like playing FIFA or like something or watched like something. I was like, yeah, no, I was Champions League, dude. Cream Benzema is fucking turned himself into a nice little guy i he dude, has crazy because i used to dislike him so much yeah he's got four straight seasons of la liga with 20 plus goals he's already hit 20 this year yeah dude and he's like top three on like real madrid's like like All top scoring, scoring list yeah dude like out of nowhere i think Who's he's he pretty i think he's top five in champions league he's buying raul and ronaldo obviously og ronaldo yeah no cristiano oh Come on, dude. Respect the fucking goat. <laughs> it's been seven um, years since Messi's won a Champions League. You know that? That's fine. Isn't that, kind of, isn't that kind of crazy, though? It's been fucking 500 since Jordan's won one, and he's still looked at as the goat by many. It's a solid point, but he's also not an active player. That's fine. 
And I Messi's like step above a goat, dude. He's like a fucking alien. Yeah, I'm just happy that we get to see Messi and Ronaldo in their prime, and I'm also happy that I became a Man City fan, and now I don't have to have like a dog in the fight. I can just appreciate them. <laughs> yeah, both. and and yeah. I can just I, but I can like argue both sides and just heckle and like them both. Yeah, must be nice. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when I have to defend somebody, but I mean I do it often. I fucking defended Benson for years. And Carson Wentz. Yeah. All right, we're actually going to talk about both of them this episode. Let's fucking get into it. Um, next up is our 109876ers. Dude, so you know the song, right? Yeah. So they play it after every home win, right? Like they'll start playing it with like 10 seconds left in the game if we're going to win, obviously. So right. we have a game the other night, right? And I see this fucking clip. I don't know if you saw. I quote tweeted on Twitter. I don't know if you saw. But I see this fucking clip. And it's from the game, like live, or no, I think maybe it's somebody on TV, but you can hear like the obviously you can hear the announcers on TV, and it should they just go, there's like 10 seconds left, and they just go bing bong. <laughs> oh, I did, I did see that. It was, <laughs> was against fucking, the Knicks, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, and it was like perfect dickhead. timing too, because fucking bing bong, who will like pass it out to this guy on the wing. Bangs a three, <laughs> fucking drove in your face just to top the game off, and then clap your hands, everybody. That dude, that right there just sums up the next season like in one fucking story. Dude, that fucking Bing Bong had me rolling, bro. Yeah, we were like, hers. dude, we started like fucking seven and two, and like we're like Bing Bong, like this is our year because it's the whole Knicks like fucking calling cry or whatever, and then it's just like what the like look what happened. Now we're getting trolled. Uh, but uh, yeah, that, was, that was funny. Actually, in the Sixers news, I mean, they've been solid with Harden. They're five and zero in games that he's played in. He didn't play in one game, and they lost, and they they struggled. I think they put up like eighty eight points, or maybe maybe less. So maybe you should good. play him every game. Yeah, gonna need to. Um, but five and zero in games he's played in, and we scored over one hundred and twenty in every game. I think we might have hit. I think. The number that I saw was we've scored 124 plus in every game that he has played in. That's pretty good. Um, it's not bad, dude. That's, that's what you, you want to see from somebody. You, that's how you win you five games for. when that he yeah. plays. In. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I mean, we got Ben Simmons coming to town tomorrow night. I can't wait. I'm, he's I'm not interested. playing though, right? Nah, he's not. But he's gonna be on the bench. And did you see the thing about his grievance? No. So he's got uh, – he uh, he's he already said that he's going to file a grievance. I don't know if it's with his lawyers or with his agent, but he's going to file a grievance against the 76ers. And they – I guess they're dumb as fuck. They already said that they're going to use his reception, the fans' reception to him tomorrow night as an argument in their grievance because he's going to – to the Sixers to try to get. Why would they already? Why would to they try say to get his money back? Game? Why would they? I don't know. I hope the you fans think are you, just super. You nice. think they just wait? <laughs> oh Ben, how's it going, buddy? I haven't seen you in a while. You're looking good. Just support him, dude. Just cheer him on. They might do a tribute video. Um, That's so dumb if they do. He had a couple fucking like second team Fuck that, all dude. pro, he like first team. Oh, sick! You were second team all pro, like. Dude, win a fucking ring to earn your like 
that's so I hate that shit now, dude. Like all these players that haven't done shit are getting all like these tribute. It's like, dude, I I'm agree. all for it. You haven't like, done enough to get you haven't a done anything, dude. You Especially now when you literally said, actually, I'm not gonna play. I don't want to play for you anymore. Yeah, yeah that, tribute. That okay. is, dude. That would, I that would genuinely piss me off as a fan if I was a 76ers fan. Like I would be fucking fuming about that. Like you know the whole situation that just went down with this dude. And you're going to give him a tribute video because he was second team all pro one time for your team. I don't even know if he was. I might have made that up. Right, dude. It's, he hasn't done anything to earn that, bro. And it's nah. like, don't feel bad. He, for hasn't, done anything about, he hasn't done anything except for choke in the playoffs. Right. Um, he was, you know, solid in the regular season when he had Joel Embiid to carry him. I will literally lose my mind if I fucking see a Ben Simmons tribute video coming from that Sixers I game, hope they dude. fucking cheer for him. I will him. lose my mind. I hope they cheer for him so hard that he cries tears of happiness. That's not happening, dude. Yeah, his, his he's ego a man is too big. he won't cry. His ego is too big for that. Um, It's going to be fun, though. I hope we fucking shit on him. Yeah, it'll be entertaining for sure. Kevin Durant, I saw in an interview today, he was talking about how he loves going up to Joel and B. Like he's Joe, like, yeah. He's like, dude, like I've seen him like when he was like I was like already established in the league, like when he came into the league and I saw what he was and I saw how bad his team was. And now I look at how great he is and he's like brought this team to like be respectful. Like it's always a good battle with him. Like he's fucking nice. And he was like, he was like, he told me once that he can go from Kobe to Hakeem Olajuwon to Jaquille O'Neal, like he's like, and he's right, bro. Like he's got the skills <laughs> to do it, and he can kind of do whatever he wants because he's got the big body too. But yeah, like, hell yeah, dude. Fucking love JoJo. I love the fact that he's a Real Madrid fan too. Huge Real Madrid. Fan. He was tweeting today. He was live tweeting the game today, dude. Was he? I didn't was wasn't awesome. on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He's the man. He's always tweeting Real Madrid shit. Yeah, he was he was he tweeted today it was something about Mbappe. He was like, Mbappe is really gonna become the best player ever of all time. I was like, I could see it. I could yeah. see it, dude. I could see it. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's gotten, you know, taking a step up like every year. And he's so young. Dude, watching him today, did you see what he did to Courtois? Uh dude, he had this one fucking it was uh, one of his offside goals. He was, like, by a hair. He was off offsides by a fucking hair, dude, a pubic hair. And he's one-on-one with Courtois. He fucking, like, take – he f- does a fake shot, but he brings his foot past the ball, like, at Courtois, like, pretty much, like, in his face to get him to, like, fall and, like, try and make a low yeah. save. And then just, like, brings that foot, like, his shooting foot, over the ball to the left and, like, drags the ball over and just fu- – dude, like, made a fool of Courtois. And the commentators were like – Holy shit, dude. Like, it was insane, dude. Like, with the amount of space In the middle of Champions had, League game, goes, oh, holy shit, dude. I got nothing better. <laughs> Professional commentator, but that's all I got. That would be amazing, first that of all. That would be but, awesome. But, dude, he, he did that. He pulled that move, like, the amount of space that he had, and it was, like, it was, like, blew me away, dude. I saw that, and I was like, I almost felt bad that it wasn't a goal because I was like, dude, if that's me, like, and that goal gets called back, I'm looking kind of pissed because that was yeah. nice as fuck. <laughs> yeah, especially when it's as close as you say where pubic hairs are. Yeah, well, it was some very people close. I'm sure have long pubic hairs. You think they got girthy pubic hairs? Nah. No. Well, maybe. unless they dread them. Imagine you just have one pubic hair, but it's like as girthy as your dick. 
And I have two dicks, Johnny. <laughs> no, it's a piece of hair, dude. What the fuck? It's nah, not I'm dick. fucking with it. <laughs> <laughs> One's going in the booty hole. If you were a dragon, would you try and fuck with your tail? I don't know. Does it make me want to come? Like, oh. No, you have a dick and a tail, but like, you, it's the same thing. Just having like a giant pubic hair. Yeah, but... okay, Just that's not fair. hair. That's yeah. fair, that's fair. I mean, yeah, maybe. And you probably have feeling in your tail. You don't have feeling in your like hair. It? Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd do it for her. Word. Just That's make, cool. Just make her come. Just, just making sure. Just making sure I could I could still be friends with you. Yeah. Imagine I'm, if that's how I gauge, I'm, like, I'm friendship. Yo, if you were a dragon tail. <laughs> if you were a dragon, would you fuck her with your tail? No, dude. What the fuck? All right, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're going to have to end this friendship. Yeah. Um... I think we were talking about the Sixers, but we're pretty much wrapped up with them. They're doing, they're doing fine. They're going to make the playoffs. We'll see. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Lex and I are going to Florida, and she was like, we should try to hit up a Miami game, and when we're there, it's going to be the playoffs. And I'm like, could you imagine if I could see Miami and the Sixers? It's not going to happen. I think, I mean, the, my, the Heat are too good. They're like the one seed right now. So Sixers are the two seed. It has to be catastrophic for uh, – like, both of these teams would have to fall to have it be, like, a 4-5 matchup. Yeah. Because I think we'll be there in the first, maybe the second round, but probably not. Right. Um, But moving on to the Fly Guys, dude. They've won back-to-back dude. games. <laughs> okay, dude. What is that, yeah. like, 20 total games we've won this year? <laughs> probably not 20. No? I thought we were <laughs> on, like, not. 17 or 18 think, the last think, time we talked. I think we were, like, 16. Um, let's see, Flyers. That's that's not how you spell that. Um, uh, yep, they have eighteen wins now. Oh wow, they have twenty eight losses. We're the what the third worst team, so we're not even gonna get the first pick. Nah, no first pick for us. Actually, we've jumped the Sabers and the Senators. That's a hockey team I forget exists. Oh, and we jumped another team. So we're still ahead of the Kraken and the Coyotes. That's all it was last time. But now we have 46 points. We've jumped ahead the Montreal Canadiens with 37, Buffalo Sabras with 44, and the Ottawa Senators with 45. All right. Can't say we're tanking. We're still the worst team in the Metropolitan, though, which is our like, division. <laughs> But we're only one point behind the Devils, and we have one less game played, so. Kind of as a tie. But we're four games behind the Islanders, or four points behind the Islanders, and they've played three less games. (laughs) Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. (laughs) That's really bad. And the next team that we're behind is the Blue Jackets, who have 59 points. Like, we are, like, it's like a bad (laughs) drop-off. In our division. Yeah, yeah. We have the Hurricanes with 83, the Rangers with 77, Penguins with 77. The Atlantic division is pretty good. I'm, I, I'm excited for playoff hockey, dude. That's when I really playoff get into it. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Dude, the Flyers have literally just been, like, not enjoyable because I have no hope for this for them for this season. Right, it's it's worse. It's kind of funny because it's like worse than what being a Knicks fan is like right now. Because the Knicks are like on the you know, they're border borderline. Yeah, they're borderline playoff team, but like this 
fucking Flyers are just not even close. Yeah. But so we beat Vegas last night. Literally all thanks to Carter Hart. Stayed up and watched the game. Just I saw your tweet. Just because, dude, he was having a fucking amazing game. He had 47 saves on 48 shots. Fuck, dude. Yeah. And, like, dude, he was playing on his head. He was bailing him out a lot. Like, making, like, all this, like, not probably not all 48, but, like, a, a lot of his saves were, like, legitimate good shots, like, good chances on that. He was playing on his head. Um, meanwhile, the clinic. and we, we won two, one, we only had 21 shots. We gave up 48 shots and we won two, one. Yeah. Have yourself a day kid. Yeah. He was the number one star, obviously. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, so then they were talking about this after, um, the game on Flyers post game. And so I went and looked up the stat today. The last time we played Vegas, which is only, we only play them twice a season. We beat them 4-3. Carter Hart had 41 saves on 44 Oh, shots. my God, dude. <laughs> yeah, and we beat him on the season. So he was, what, combined 88 saves? Against one team in yeah, two in games. Yeah, in two games. <laughs> That's fucking wild. Wild, dude. Um, so, I mean, there you go. Have, have yourself a bright spot. That's that's the only bright spot on the entire NHL season for the Flyers. <laughs> Claude Giroux becoming the number one all-time power play points leader. We'll count that as another bright spot. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the bright spot. Um, but now we get to move on to the NFL. We got some exciting things to talk NFL's about. NFL's got some good stuff going on. So we'll start with the least exciting. Aaron Rodgers is going to re-sign in Green Bay, and I think they're going to franchise – I think they franchise tag Devontae Adams, right? Yeah. So, whatever. Status quo there. Everything is going to stay the same. Interested to see what happens with their backfield and what they can do around Devontae Adams. Right. Um, but really surprising, honestly. For I Aaron did not Rogers. expect Aaron Rodgers to sign back at all, dude. No, nah, me either. I thought I, – I felt like He's he made He's become the highest clear. paid of all time. Yeah, I saw that. Um. Four years, 200 mil, 50 a year. Yeah. It's like 152 guaranteed, something like that, I think. Good for him, though. Yeah. I was telling Clay, if they don't win a Super Bowl within that four years, dude, that's going to be tough for the Packers. Tough look. Aaron You have Aaron Rodgers for an entire career. You get him one ring. But uh, you're going to have a chance every year. That's true. So, I mean, that's something good, I think. It they sucks. are in like they are in like the first round of the playoffs pretty much every year. Like they've been a top top team yeah. for however long the he's been playing. The past two years, I think they were they were the one seed. Yeah. Yeah. Their division just sucks, dude. Yeah, their division does suck. The Bears and the Lions, and then yeah. the Vikings were like, okay, Vikings are fine. But if you see a Packers Vikings game, like I'm taking Packers every time, 80 percent of the time at least, depending yeah. on who's healthy and not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was, I saw, um, Andy Holloway tweet this and I kind of feel, do you kind of feel bad for Jordan Love? Like, I was going to say that dude yeah. drafted as a second round pick and it's like, okay, like I spent a couple years under Rogers now, like I can like maybe take over now. Right. Like you expect him to leave. Everybody fucking expects him to leave. Right. And now it's like, okay, now he's back for another four years and what, I'm just going to stay here. Like, am right. I gonna, I'm just going to be his backup, and then maybe I have, like, no NFL career after that because who wants me after that at that, that point? Yeah, you just looked at it as, like, Rodgers' backup pretty much. Right, which, I mean, worked for Jimmy G. 
Yeah, that's true. Um, Aaron Rodgers but, was Brett Favre's backup. Right. So, but that's the thing is Jimmy G is the only one where you, you get traded away and it's and it works. Right. So unless I don't the know, Packers, you think they trade him away? I don't know. There's like some Aaron teams out Rodgers, there. Maybe like, Tampa Bay takes a fucking shot at him, dude. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Sign a one one year prove it deal, dude. We're kind of like in a rebuild anyway. Like, yeah, well, that's not, true. Not but so not much really. Rebuild, but... not, not a rebuild. I no. think they are. I think they have a good squad. I think they're a few pieces away from like a quarterback. Yeah, maybe but another piece. Or I was gonna away. say, dude, but they had they were that team with Tom Brady at the helm. Like, that you're not gonna come close to replacing that. You know what I mean? It comes down to a lot of the quarterback play. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're gonna surprise a lot of people by not I being think as good as they are. They might try to get Mitch Trubisky. You think? Yeah. He's going to be a free agent this year. He signed a one-year last year with Buffalo. Or maybe, like, I don't know what the situation in New York is, but, like, a Daniel Jones or something. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. They can go, they can go get a couple guys, I think. NFL um, offseason is going to be exciting. It is. It is. I want the birds to go get DK Metcalf. Me too. Me too, bro. Give him a- <laughs> I saw that on Twitter the other day. I was like, yeah, I'm all in on that, bro. Yep. 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 All in on that. Um, and the only reason that we even had that idea is because Russell Wilson is gone. Wilson. Russell, Russell Wilson. Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> I was going to make a, a wiener joke, but I, I refrain. <laughs> we need a. Uh... Nice. Cosplay. Russell Foreskin. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Unlimited Foreskin. <laughs> so much Foreskin, dude. Like oozing Foreskin, bro. Oh, dude, that's so gross. <laughs> like, you should have at least gotten half a circumcision. You got so much Foreskin, dude. <laughs> you can pitch a tent in that motherfucker. <laughs> you can sleep in there. <laughs> Dude, it's my extra fucking sleeping bag. <laughs> oh, um, so he gets traded to the Broncos. Um, so the Broncos get Russell Wilson in a fourth round pick. And the Broncos, they give up Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, two first round picks, two second round picks, and a fifth round pick. Yeah, that's kind of a lot. For Russell Wilson. That's it's a pretty lot. Good. They- yeah, uh, isn't no no fans going to uh Seattle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have Russ, I have Russ on my dynasty team, so that's I'm cool. hoping all I'm hoping the best for him. Yeah, I think um, I think he'll do well. I think it's a huge upgrade to those fucking Broncos receivers. Yeah, Portland Sutton, yeah. Jerry Judy, going Tim Drew Patrick, Locke they're all good. Russ. Yeah, and um, Teddy I'm Bridgewater. excited. I'm excited for uh, the Broncos, dude. I'm excited to Me see too, them. Me too, because they have a good defense, dude. I wish they still had Von yeah. Miller, honestly. Yeah. Um, They're yeah, all dude. right. The Broncos, I think the Broncos' uh, offense is going to be higher projected in, like, fantasy traps than a lot of people think. Yeah, I think they're probably going to be, like, overdrafted. Because if Russell Wilson goes there, dude, you think that's going to give everybody a bump? Like you Dude, everyone is going to open up the running game, a bump, but you would also expect it to give the running backs a bump. But then it's yep. like Melvin Gordon. That's the thing, dude. Melvin Gordon's nice and Javante is nice, but it's like nice, yeah. if they're both there and they're really just like splitting, splitting the time, time. 
Yeah. They can both be okay, but it's like they're not both always okay. I Somehow wonder Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb make it work where you can start both of them every single week. It's not and that like way not, not, not even as like a, Yeah, not even as like a flex piece. No, like they're both like top Chubb 24, like RB1, top two RB2, running backs. Yeah, dude. Or, or um, you know, whatever you call but it. But like Javante and Melvin, you're going to probably use them as more of like a flex piece. Just because they're yeah, not, I think you know, I think Melvin gives you get, last year at least gave you starter value like on like a regular basis. And I think Javante was more like hit or miss whether or not he's going to be efficient with his touches and have himself a day on like as well. Right. I think Melvin um, was a little bit more consistent though. I'm kind of I'm kind of curious to see what uh, Buffalo does with their running game, dude. Do you think Singletary like kind of opened up enough at the end of last year to earn himself the, the top spot, or do you think they go out and get somebody or what? They might get somebody. I could see them drafting somebody. Yeah. I think Singletary is, like, good enough, and I think he's he proved to be good enough that they don't need to, like, spend up to trade for somebody. They might they don't need to pay up to get somebody in free agency. Right. Right. Maybe they think they can ride him and, you know, a little pound the ball with – well, you don't even have to pound the ball with Zach Moss because you have fucking Josh Allen. Yeah. Um, But just, like, pound the ball – with, with Josh Allen, like, around the goal line and, like, any QB sneaks that you have to do. And, I mean, Josh Allen runs the ball just as much, so. Would you be surprised if they just were, like, we're not going to go out and get anyone, we're going to give Singletary the the first spot and then just do that with, like, kind of with Josh Allen, like you are saying? No. I honestly yeah, wouldn't. Me. If I was them, I would. Like, I would go try – I would just try to draft somebody, like – Right. You know, their their defense is pretty stout. Like it's one of the better defenses in the league. Like I'm, it, it can get better, obviously. So is like, their offense, to be honest. Their, their offense is all too, right? Not, hasn't been and, there for. But it's like, and it's like, okay, where do you want to improve? Dawson Knox just had a fucking career year. He was one of the, you know, I don't know, top five or six tight end in the league. Yeah. Stephon Diggs. It's Stephon Diggs. Uh, Gabe Davis is a fucking stud. I love him. Emmanuel Sanders. Sometimes when he's healthy, Emmanuel uh, Sanders had a great first half. He of the did, season. he did, and then Gabe Davis had a great second half of the season. So yeah. like, yep. they always had like, and Cole Beasley throwing a handful of good games here, right? Like he's reliable. Yep. Like, I mean, unless you're like sharpening up your O line or getting, you know, maybe I don't, I don't, maybe I don't know their defense well enough, and they got some holes that they want to fix there, but like. Maybe spend up on a running back in the draft in the first or second round. Yeah, I wouldn't be that would. If, if, yeah, obviously, like it wouldn't surprise me if they took a running back one rounds one to three. I um, think. Yeah, I think. Okay, maybe don't don't go running back first round unless it's. I don't. There's a fucking Najee Harris in the draft. That's the only reason you do it. Get out right, and even stuff. then, they're not gonna have that type of pick. Like they were too far in the playoffs to have a top ten, yeah, top fifteen be. pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But I think, like, I think you saw enough out of Devin Singletary where you could, you know, get a running back in the second or third or fourth round pick and then let them develop for a year or, like, split back for a year. Like, I think you have enough faith in Singletary where if he can be, like, a, you know, 50 to 60% down back, like, out of the, all the running back carries, you can do that. And you're not right. always going to have a running back on the field because of, your receiving core, your tight end, and your Josh Allen. You know, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That I makes think sense. it's going to be a fun offseason. 
Yeah, there's a lot of teams that kind of I'm wondering like what how they're gonna go about filling their holes and stuff like that. Yeah. I just want the birds to go get an elite wide receiver in free agency. This wide receiver free agency class is fucking beautiful. Yeah, dude. Really is. And also like, you know, you don't know what's going on with fucking DK and other receivers right. like that. Right. Tyler Lockett. Right. But Amari's on the loose. Amari, yeah. And so is Allen Robinson. Like, dude, I really think Allen Robinson should come to Philly. I wouldn't mind Amari Cooper. I wouldn't either. I'm just skeptical about Cowboys that come to Philly. I see Amari Cooper kind of like how I saw Alshon when he first came over. Mm. Like they're kind of like they were kind of at the same point of their career. Like I feel like Amari Cooper is kind of a little bit over the hump of his peak, but so was Alshon now. Yeah, Alshon was too when he came over. That's also, what I'm saying. Like, what do you think about Juju? Um, I was I was kind of high on him when he broke out. Um, he had but a he hasn't year. really. He didn't have a great year last year either. I think injuries kind of had something to do with that. Yeah. Um, but his last two years really haven't made me go like, oh, like, Juju's but like. You've seen it, and you've seen it specifically when AB was there, and Juju didn't have to be the wide receiver one, and now you've got Devonta who can be the wide receiver one. Yeah, and, break, think, and Juju's he's a big body. He's like like he's got you know, oh, he's, yeah. like he's built, right? Like he so he is like the compliment that you would want to a Devonta and a Quez Watkins burner. Yeah, and but he's only Juju, 26. If Juju came over right now, you don't think he would be our one? Nah. Dude, no? it's Devonta. Yeah, dude, but Devonta doesn't really like you don't know what's going on with Jalen Hurts, and he didn't have like a like I feel like Juju's when he broke out, was more, like, exciting and more, like, prevalent than Devonta's year that he just had. Yeah, for sure. But I still he's also, he's also like, twice his size. Yeah, and also, like, look at how much Pittsburgh throws the ball. The Eagles just finished the team, the, the season, as the number one rushing offense in the league. Devonta right. Smith's not going to have an amazing season. The Birds just finished, finished the year. With the lowest percentage of receptions by wide receivers. Yeah, because Jalen Hurts runs 67 fucking times a game. And but, he dumps off to running backs and he hits up Dallas Goddard and Hurts before he left. Yeah, but, dude, if Juju's our one, like, that gives Devonta a lot of open space. Like, that opens his, his role up a lot. Well, yeah, and, yeah, I guess it's up to discretion. It's honestly, it just depends how defenses are going to play it. Right. Either way, yeah, you bring somebody true. in like Juju, I think, I think it could be good for everybody, I think. Um, Juju's only 26. I'm, I'm gonna go back to that one. Yeah, like that's he's, true. He's, still very the, young. he's probably the youngest, like, elite wide receiver free agent. Yeah, because DK's not a free agent, we'd have to trade for no, him. Yeah, that's a trade. Um, so it's Allen Robinson, Amari, Juju. Uh, who else is out there? Maybe, Those are like the top maybe guys, DJ right? Chark. I wouldn't hate that one either. I saw that I'd, I'd take I'd take all three of the first guys over him though. I think me too, but I want Allen Robinson the most. Yeah, I think Allen Robinson didn't have a bad year for like for his skill wise. I think it was I because was of his saying, quarterback situation. I think he got like game planned out 
But yeah, like, no, it happened a lot, 90s. dude. Darnell Mooney like had a breakout season because of that yeah. reason. Yeah, I think I think the coaches were like game planning Robinson out, which I don't know. He's like one beginning of last year. Who's the best player on the Bears' offense? Allen Robinson. Robinson. Why would why would you game plan that out? He's your best fucking player. Maybe they wanted to uh, drive his value down so they could re-sign him in free agency on a hometown fucking discount, but they he doesn't even know it's a hometown discount. How is that not? How is that not like a like a sports not a crime, but like how are you not getting penalized for doing that as a team because you can't prove it? Yeah, that's whack, dude. If that's the case, then that's that's like corruption, dude. Yeah, for sure. That's fucked. Yeah, I don't know. I'm all in on trading a first round and maybe like a third round for DK. Or, yeah, let's you know, do it. Let's fucking do it. We have three first round picks anyways. I'd rather have DK and then two other first round picks than yep. the three that we have. Yep. Fuck it. You, yeah, you, you, missed, you, you missed it once. Like, don't miss it again. You have yeah. to fuck. Seahawks yeah. don't Seahawks have Seahawks are clearly in a rebuild. They fucking right. threw luck. But do you think they're willing to let go of DK because they're like this is our like our franchise? This is also guy. like our st- our building block. Like he's young, he's yeah. one of the best receivers in the league. Yeah, but that's why you're all for a first. And I think it all depends on what they decide to do with the quarterback situation. Like if they go out and get somebody that is capable of slinging the ball, but if they're rebuilding with like a young guy, like and who, yeah, you know they don't really know how he's going to pan out. I could see them being like, all right, let's just go full rebuild. Yeah, sling, sling DK out for a first rounder and a third and see what we can do. I'm with it. Yeah, me too. Last on our list is Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders. Yeah, I still haven't gotten used to calling them the Commanders. No, nah, it's new. Don't love it. Don't love it. Um, That's going to be exciting as a Birds fan. Yeah, we get to play him twice a year. We get to play him twice a year. Ben Simmons is fucking a net right across the way. Fucking, uh, you said Dougie P's coming into town. Yeah, Dougie P, Jacksonville, they come but that's to different. this year. I feel like that's different because, like, I feel like Philly fans have way more respect for Dougie P than the other two guys. Yeah. So it's yeah, going to be, like, no, more of, like, a welcoming, you know what I mean? It will be. It will be. Yeah. Carson Wentz, there are, like, the fan base is probably pretty split, but I feel yeah. like the majority of people are, like, kind of like, oh, good riddance, but – I know a lot of people loved Carson Wentz. Yeah, dude. I mean, I fucked with Carson. I saw apparently I saw something today. I don't know how true it is, but apparently he was like upset with the team's success on our Super Bowl run and like said some shit to a bunch of fucking other injured dudes in the after the NFC championship was like upset with how much success we were having. Carson was? Yeah. He was upset with how much success the Eagles were having? Because he was hurt. Yeah, well, I, I don't know what to tell you. Sorry, sorry, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck. Um, I don't know, but maybe it wasn't like uh, maybe it's taken out of context, right? Maybe he was like, probably is. Dude, maybe he was like, clicks. yeah, dude, like it, like I wish I was me out there. Like, kind of sucks. Like it could have been that, and they're like, oh yeah, like he was upset with how much success they were having. No, he was yeah. upset because he wasn't the one leading them. He's not upset That's that they're probably winning. exactly what it was, dude. To be honest, yeah. Because he's never been one to, like, fire shot, like, true shots at, like, the media. He's been a little yeah, shady with some had. things, but, yeah. Because if but. he thought it was behind closed doors to a couple of other injured dudes who maybe have had, like, similar thoughts or, like, he just thinks that they might feel a similar way because they're injured as well. Yeah. You never know. I could, I could see it. Yeah. Wouldn't pay, put it past anybody. But he, he goes to Washington. Um, Indy gets two third-round picks. 
one's a conditional that could come to a, become a second round pick if he plays. If he 70%. plays seventy percent. Yeah. Yep, that. Same shit that we had. Um, but it was second to a first. And then they're swapping second round picks this year. It's like a five pick difference, though. So it doesn't really matter. Um, I don't know, dude. Honestly, my biggest thing, like nothing against Wentz, it's just fun to see him in like on arrival because similar to Ben Simmons, defended this dude for how many years? Yeah. Right. And to these people who are now going to have to defend him, like, or like try to defend him, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, um, dude. It's, so that uh, makes it it, I, I would say the Ben Simmons is more, way more dramatic. Oh, way like, more. The, way, way more, dude. Because fuck Ben Simmons because he like legitimately quit on the team. I mean, Wentz yeah. kind of did too. But Wentz didn't sit out any games or anything, right? Like, it was like, I'm not playing. It was right. like a bench and he said, I don't want to be here anymore. And then they traded him in the offseason. He wasn't right. skipping games and holding out and shit because he was a pouty bitch. Yeah. He was a little salty when Jalen Hurts like came in like the last game of that one season. But other yeah. than that, not other than that, like he was great. Like it was fun to watch him play when he was healthy and stuff. And but if it's you not were for him, like, we don't win a Super Bowl. Right. 100 percent I saw somebody reply to the tweet, Adam Chapter's tweet today. They're like, Oh, great. We took a shot on a guy who we already know like what his peak was. And I was just like, his peak was like MVP, dude. Like he's his peak a, was MVP, and then he tore his ACL. If he finishes yeah. that season, he wins MVP. He wins MVP like very easily. Like yeah. it was very and clear. maybe Super Bowl and maybe Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, right. But if he finishes that so, season, he probably wins MVP. Yeah, what well, like dude? He had what like three, four games left. Uh, I think it was like a couple more, but not not many. It was like five. I think it was like five. Not enough six. to where you, no, you would have. Four or five. would have had. It would have been to have like a miracle downfall for him to not win MVP exactly. that year. It was exactly. that clear. But um, um once he when he's on, on, yeah, dude, when he's on, he's on, and he's like exciting to watch. It's just like there's always he like that. Can't play through adversity. He's the least resilient fucking quarterback I've ever seen ever. If shit starts to go bad, he's like, okay, like I can't take a sack, but also he's like, oh, I can't throw it away on second down. I have to fucking just launch it downfield. Hail, Hail Mary, this bitch. Like, I'm blind. I'm also getting tackled. Right, and he's and not And that's what he fucking... does, dude. And he just tries to force things when he's down, and it's, like, just, like, not enough composure when he's not ahead. Yeah, I see that a little bit in Jalen Hurts' passing game, Um, but I feel like his his mind think, his think, mind state is way different than Carson Wentz, I like, the Hertz way he goes is, about it. He does force shit sometimes, but I think – he also throws the ball away a lot, or we're just trying to tuck it and run for like an extra yard. Yeah. Um, like he throws Whereas the ball Carson's away a trying lot. to fucking lose the sack and then make a completion. Right. Right. So, where you have like Jalen Hurts and Carson Wentz in their first seasons, I saw some stats. They were pretty similar. I saw that today, like very similar. Same amount of passing touchdowns. I think Hurts had like 600 less passing yards, the same number of touchdowns. And I think Hurts had five fewer interceptions. And they're his percentage. But he also had more. like 600 more rushing 600 yards. more rushing yards, and he had 10 rushing touchdowns versus like two. Yeah. Um, but Hertz has a low passing completion because he's fucking just throwing the ball away. Right. Wentz is just Which I'm bad. fine with, dude. If it's not there, then don't force it because you don't want to turn the ball over. I like agree. I'm okay with being like, ah. Oh. And dude, he fucking did turn the ball over a couple times. He had some really fucking bad throws down the stretch where he was fucking trying to squeeze the ball. Like we're in the red zone. And he's trying to squeeze the yeah, ball. Like, what are you yeah. doing, bro? It happened twice in the same game, and I remember it because I wasn't getting hammered. Because that was the Giants game. game. Yeah, that was against the Giants. And right? I was like, dude, what are you doing here? 
Yeah. Fuck, I need football back, dude. Not having yeah. MLB is not, not enough. Nah. All right, well, it's too fucking late. I got work to do. I haven't even eaten. Yeah, let's get out of here. We have some good episodes tonight. Yeah. Sign on. Y'all motherfuckers have a great weekend. Signing off.